Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. All right, everybody. Welcome back to episode number 69 of the No Bad Days podcast. A little bit of a different setup today, hey Johnny? Yeah, it's uh, it's just me and you, man. It's just me and you at the talking table right now. Our uh, our boy's gone. Our uh, our boy's gone. Our third member of the trio is gone. Um, but just like back in the old days when we first started this thing, it was just you and me. Yeah, for what was it? The first like five episodes. First five episodes. Once we had Marty on. Then we decided that he needed to be on full time. Yeah, but honestly, he's like the Paul Bissonnette of this podcast. And then me and you were like Wit and RA. Yeah, we you, like you can be Wit though. I'll I'll, I'll, I'll take RA. <laughs> <laughs> well, RA is the actual host, so that would technically be my role. Oh, okay. I feel like you're more of the biz. Marty's more of the Wit because he's more of like the more serious topic guy. Yeah, I'm I'm a little more of a jokester, and you're you're more of like the funny story guy, morale guy. Yeah, uh, I like to fuck around. You know? and then what happens? And then I say around? stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then you find out. <laughs> but yeah, no, Marty. Uh, I guess that was one of our talking points. Our boy Marty is uh, got called up to another East Coast Hockey League team, so we were happy to see him go. And a couple snaps for him. He got his first ECHL goal. First ECHL couple goal. snaps. Followed by his second ECHL goal the next night. So double snaps yes, for Marty. Couple snaps. Congrats, Marty. The boys are proud of you. Always proud for our boy. He's uh puts a lot of work in, so it's good to see him get rewarded. Yeah, he honestly, like growing up, we've all played against really good hockey players throughout the twenty odd years that we've been playing. And he is one guy where his compete level and his stick work, mm-hmm. the best I've ever seen. I'm not kidding. And like we've skated with guys that are playing in the AHL, NHL. His yeah. stick work is unbelievable. He's yeah, he's that's one of his best parts of his game. Well, it is his best part of his game. Yeah, like if you're in a stick battle with him, like he'll nudge you and stuff like that. But like he's so strong on it, yeah. just a quick lift or a quick whack, and it he's got the puck very right good at protecting the puck i would say yeah and he's a good disher he can dish yeah, he's, a, he's a disher yeah he's actually got quite a few goals this season though so he's starting to yeah. have a goal score now he's a yeah now he's a sniper so he's yeah we're happy for him um he couldn't join the pod tonight because i mean normally he would hop on from his uh his new place but uh his parents are actually visiting him right now so we decided to give him the night off he, we, we said, hey, take the night off, buddy. Don't worry about it. Enjoy your time yeah. with your family because he hasn't seen them since uh, he left in September or yeah, October. And as we all know, family's first. That's the most important thing. Your family was in town this weekend. Mine was in town uh, the weekend before. Now it's his turn. He hasn't seen them since, yeah, October. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a well-deserved night off for Marty. 
uh, enjoy your success, buddy. The boys are always rooting for you. Yeah, he'll be listening, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, just a quick tire pump for you, bud. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, big two goals for him this weekend. Our weekend didn't go as well as his weekend. Um, three losses. Yeah. We tough, had a tough one. Tough weekend. But, hey, there's always next weekend to bounce back, right? Three and threes are tough, man. That's one thing that's hard to get used to. Yeah, like it's just – it's such a grind on the body. Like after I that know. third game, like you you feel like you've been in a car accident. Especially all three being on the road in different places. Oh, yeah, the travel doesn't help, the lack of sleep. Yeah. Like sleeping on the bus is tough. Even when you have a sleeper, it's still tough. Uh, coach, even harder. Um, and then you just got to get out there and perform. You got to motivate yourself. Actually, I saw a really cool thing on tiktok about motivation okay and i think it was david goggins talking about it and for those of you who don't know who david goggins is he's a ex navy seal and he runs all these marathons around the world and stuff like that really interesting guy if you have the time look him up uh research his story he has a book out too right yeah he's got a few uh or just the one, maybe. I, I, I'm not. I'm not I'm, I know who he I'm is, but I'm sure. not familiar with how many books. Yeah, he has, and he does motivational speaking and all that. But he was saying about motivation. He said, "It's it's just temporary. Like when you're actually motivated to do something, and the key to performing, whether it's in a sport or whatever you may be doing at the time, he said it's it's just about showing up and being there. Yeah. And I thought that was a really cool thing because it's like. Yeah, realistically, not every night you're motivated to get in the zone and stuff. You just have to be there. Right. And then as it gets going, you progress and then you're in the zone. You're in that mental state of being able to perform at your highest level. I thought that was really cool. That's, a, that's an interesting topic because definitely when you're going into a weekend with three games, it's hard not to look past the first game or the second game. Yeah. Sometimes you're thinking about, okay, let's – do a job this weekend. Yeah. But really you should be just focused on one at a time. Yeah, exactly. Which Take is those baby definitely steps. hard. And like, another thing is like, I find like it's, it's hard to th you, like, I don't necessarily think about the game until like I get to the ring. Yeah. And you I think that's I mean? a smart approach to it too, because like you can't be okay. Yeah. Like you can think about it all day for sure, but that can mentally exhaust you, I found, because mm -hmm. I used to do that too. I think it's better right. to just like be relaxed, go about your day as normal, do your game day routines for sure. And and that helps you prepare building up to it. But you don't have to be like drop dead serious. No, until, that's like, the kind of the day. point. That's a good point. Like I like having my routine. Yeah. And like I like somewhat sticking to the routine pretty like, like we have a pretty good routine where we – do the same thing almost yeah, every day. We eat day. the same thing. We get our coffees, blah, blah, blah. But, like, if you had to think about every single thing about the game before you get there, then, like you said, you're going to be super exhausted. And yeah, you're going to probably yourself gonna work, your, work yourself up to a point where it's like, uh, I don't even want to think about this anymore. And then by the time you're ready to go, it's like, oh my God. Yeah. I've been no, thinking about this all day. You've already mentally exhausted yourself. Right. And and that's the biggest part of the game is the mental aspect, right? Because I don't know, as you get older, everyone's strong, everyone's fast, like everyone can move and all that. It's it's the mental game that it comes down to. And yeah, like I, I think like you should just be like I said, do your normal routine, but like just be normal, treat it like any other day. But once that helmet goes on, 
then that switch goes on yeah. and you can get into the zone. Well, and, and the same, it's like, uh, the thing to think about is it, it is the same game that you're playing every time. It's not like you're changing. Mm-hmm. You know, like you might make a few adjustments depending on the team you're playing. Sure. But at the end of the day, you're still playing hockey. So it's not like you have, it's not like you have to learn the whole game every day. Yeah. You're not reinventing the wheel. No, you, you know what you're meant to do and you just got to go out and do it. So. Exactly. But yeah, no, the three and threes, I don't like, we didn't have three and threes in college. We would play Fridays and Saturdays. Yeah. And the occasional like Tuesday, maybe. <laughs> Something's going on outside. Yeah, our, our neighbors are being loud right now. Um, I can hear them through the wall here. Anyway, they not know we're recording. Uh, they must not have got the memo. Fuck, like the on air signs out, out outside there. Yeah, we must have to. Uh, must have to put recording on the door. <laughs> put a little red light outside. Yeah. A little goal lamp. Quiet studio and Quiet session. Studio and session. Um, but like I was saying, I, I think the last time we played three and threes was when we were in junior. Did you did you play three and threes a lot when you were in junior? We had a good amount. I had a four and four my twenty year old year. Yeah. And I had a four I've had a four and four before too. Let me tell you that fourth game didn't go so well. No. We lost seven three. I remember it. It was terrible. Yeah, that's just a bad schedule. You can't play four games in a row. We literally Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Sunday afternoon. Yes, that's the it's the Sunday afternoon games that get you because you don't have the whole day to prepare. No, you have like twelve hours to regroup, go to bed, eat, Wake up, uh, and play. bowl of fucking pasta at nine a.m. and then go to the rink. Yeah, which is nuts. Terrible. Yeah, it's kind of tough. And I I don't know. And and one of them wasn't even like a makeup game. It was just like in our schedule four and four. Yeah, that's tough. It was, yeah, it was. You, and you, you literally can't move the next day. No. I mean, I, like if you think about the NHL, they play eighty-two games, which is what twenty-seven more games than us. No, twenty-five more games. Yeah, so you play fifty-six. Yeah, no, that's not twenty-five. Wait, that's twenty-four. No, twenty-six. <laughs> yeah, you. Hey, you graduated. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's 26 more games, but they play throughout the week too. So we're only weekends. So yeah. their schedule is like they're playing almost every second or third day. Yeah, that's tough. So they're not practicing very much. Yeah, I, and I guess that kind of makes up for it in, in a way. Because like we practice pretty hard. Yeah, we practice like an hour, hour, 20 minutes probably every day. Yeah, and they get... Like, we get good treatment here, like, in the sense of, like, recovery and all that. Like, our trainers are great. Yeah. But they get, like, top, top-notch recovery. Right. Well, they, yeah. They got all the That was just like a personnel thing, though, too. Like, they have probably, like, five athletic trainers. Well, maybe not that many. Maybe two or three. Yeah. And then, I mean, for us, it's one. So, mm-hmm. there's, like, you find the after games, if you want to get recovery or treatment, then there's normally a little bit of a line or sometimes you have to wait or sometimes you have to, you know, almost like book an appointment without booking an appointment. Yeah. Which I guess would be frustrating on both ends of that because the athletic trainer probably has a lot. Well, I know Cody has a lot on his plate. Yeah, he does. And and those guys, they, they work like they yeah. take their jobs very seriously as they should. And they're very professional about it. And Cody's like, and we're really lucky to have those guys. Yeah. Cody's like the best, uh, athletic trainer I've had. Yeah. I, Cody's really good. I had one in junior. Her name was Sarah unreal. She was, she was top notch. Her and Cody are the best I've ever had, um, while playing. And you know what? Like, those trainers, they don't get enough credit. Like it's a lot of behind the scenes yeah. stuff. I know um, 
fans and stuff, they usually just focus on the players and all that. But right. really, like the trainers and the equipment managers too, like yeah, Packer, like Beauty works hard. Like they they basically cater to you in a in a sense. And and Absolutely. sometimes like you feel bad asking for stuff, but yeah. like you're supposed to. That's like how it works. But and you feel like awkward being like, hey, like can I get a stick or like, hey, can you do my wheels or something like that? Right. But that like that's their job, that's and they want you to yeah. ask too. Like they tell you, like well, they would want, want, yeah, they want to ask. Rather you ask than have them just kind of guessing, you know? Yeah, exactly. But yeah, the. Those guys don't get enough credit. So, a couple snaps for uh, the behind the scenes equipment managers and trainers yeah, in the game yeah. of hockey and, and all sports. All sports, everyone works hard. Yeah. Um, speaking about, I think we have touched on the NHL. The NHL All Star game was this weekend. Yeah, I didn't really pay too too close attention to it, but I did see some highlights and I saw the um, effort of effort level. <laughs> yeah, I don't think uh, the boys that go down there were. Too interested in playing too much hockey in Fort Lauderdale. No, there there was one play where a guy had the puck in his skates and he stood there and everyone stood around him and then he just kicked it to the other team and yeah. then scored. And it's Which like okay, I get it. Like you're not trying to exert yourself and all, but like maybe put in some effort to put on a show for the crowd. You know. Well, that's the thing. I think they. I didn't. We didn't have a chance to watch the All Star competition or the game. Yeah. Because we were playing. But we, I, we saw the highlights, and I saw on Twitter that it was like the the skills competition as a whole was very lackluster of entertainment. Like and they we touched about on the shoot on challenge. We touched on it last week. Like they didn't make it entertaining enough. Like it was like very, very like very much like a show rather than like an actual skills competition. You know what yeah, I mean? Like people want to see the best of the best. I had this conversation with my mom today. That's funny that we were talking about it now, but. People want to say, see the best of the best and see what they can do. And that's why, you know, I think baseball and football do it really well. Yeah, even the, even football this year was... It was a little game. unorthodox, yeah. but they did it in a cool way. Like right. They had those obstacle courses and stuff like yeah. that and dodgeball. Like, I know, like, that's not football, but right. still, like, they're having fun and it was a little more entertaining. Yeah. It wasn't cheesy. And baseball, you can go all out because it's, like, not, like, a f- super physically it's not a grueling, you know what i mean like yeah. it's not you're not risking as much of your body as maybe football like if tackle football or yeah hockey you know what i mean yeah exactly like obviously you still have to play but mm-hmm. it's a little bit easier to play at the top of your game in baseball yeah and i like how football does it after the season too because then guys aren't tired and they actually like are excited yeah to do whatever it is that they're doing. Right. Right. People, People were saying that in the NHL All-Star game, uh, the first, they did like a semifinal games and then the final game and the winner of the winning division team got a million dollars to split between them. Really? Yeah. That's sick. So they said that the intensity in the final game picked up quite a bit because the players realized that they're Yeah, you're getting a couple hundred grand. Well, I think, I think it works out to be like 60 or 80 grand each. Okay, sweet. Go on, like, go on an unreal vacation. Yeah, or like I think I, I heard today that I heard today that what happens a lot of the time is um, the players will they don't really need the money necessarily, you know, yeah. unless they're like a young new guy. Yeah, but they they'll will like donate it. They'll donate it, or they'll uh, split it amongst the trainers and the uh, you know staff that's working the event. Okay, I like that. So that's, that's like, like a good, good way to give back to. 
Yeah, it's a little bit better than blowing that on a vacation. Right. Well, I mean, <laughs> to each their own, but like yeah. at least a little bit you give to the trainers who are taking some time out of their day. It's like in golf, like giving your caddy a percentage right. or whatever it is, right? Yeah. There's actually a funny story about a golfer. Um, I forget. It's Matt. His name's Matt Kuchar. Okay. He's like a long time pro tour player. Yeah. And something happened where he. What did he do? He hired a local caddy for the course set that he was in. Yeah. So, like, a guy that – not his regular caddy, a guy that just knew the course. And he ended up winning. And he gave the guy five grand, whereas normally in a tournament, the caddies get a certain percentage, which is, like, way over. But because they had agreed to five grand before, that's what he gave him. Oh, I remember that. He got some backlash. He, he took some heat online for that. Yeah. And then he ended up bucking up and yeah. giving the guy money. But, like – It's easier said than done, but you sh- – like I just don't think like when you're making that much dough, like you, you like don't be stingy when it comes to that. No, the guy's made probably a hundred million dollars in his career. I don't think. Oh, okay, yeah, like you know what I mean, like yeah, dish it out, man. And again, like it's easier said than done. We're not in that position. Uh, there's always two sides to a story and everything, but like, yeah, not a good luck. There's also that story of uh, Michael Jordan and Wayne Gretzky. Oh yeah, I love that the Vegas story. Yeah, the Vegas about tipping. Yeah, he uh, Jordan gave the waitress a five dollar chip. Yeah, and, and Gretzky took it and then grabbed a hundred from his from Jordan's <laughs> pile, gave it to the waitress and said, "That's how we tip in Vegas." Yeah, or that's, that's how you tip as like a beauty, good Canadian a superstar. Kid. Yeah, yeah. When you're a, when you're an all star. I mean, sometimes, sometimes you, dish out, you dish out the black chips when you're an all-star. But, but that's why you have older guys that teach you the way, right? That's it. I don't even know. Is Gretzky older than Michael Jordan? Yes, he is. Yeah, okay. Actually, I think he is, but yeah. I don't think he's that much older because they both played in the 80s. Yeah, 80s, 90s. Jordan was a rookie in like 1984. Yeah. And Gretzky, and Gretzky was, was 18 because Jordan would have went to the league when he was in his 20s. So well, Gretzky, was, Gretzky was 18 in the WHA. No, 17 in the WHA. And then in and 79 with the Edmonton Oilers. And then in 79, Edmonton became an NHL team. So, so yeah, Gretzky is a little bit older. Yeah. But, but not that Probably much. a couple of years, yeah. Right. Okay, so, that makes sense. We always rely on the older guys. Even, even here, the older guys show us kind of how to be a pro on and off the ice. And Yeah. You know, and it is the same in junior. The older guys show you how it's done and show you the ropes, how to act, how to play. A couple well, uh, little tricks up their sleeves and that's how you develop. It's, it's always, always a trickle-down down effect, though. It's like you, a lot of people become the person that taught them to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so, like, when you were a rookie in juniors, you're 20-year-olds on your team. You know, like, within reason. I had some really – I had, when I was 16, 17, I played with, like, a solid group of guys. We had seven – no, 16 overagers really? my 17-year-old year. And that's when uh, the OHA in Ontario brought in uh, the rule where you can only have, like, nine – but if they played major junior the year before, it counts as two kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. But that was because of my junior team. We had so many OAs that oh. played in the OHL the year before or had, you know, somewhere between two to four years experience in major junior. 
and we would just wipe the floor with teams. And right. those guys, they they were awesome. They they it, being a younger guy on that team was cool because they right. treated you really well. And well, thing, also the thing I guess to think about is things have changed since we were big time junior. Like that's, oh, yeah. that's that's almost ten years ago, eight years ago. Yeah, since I was well, you'll be 26 this year. I'll be 25. Yeah. So for you, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's almost 10 years. Almost 10 years because I played at 17, but you played at 16. So yeah, eight to eight nine years for both of us. And like, obviously, that's crazy. Things like I know, I think about that all the time. That's weird, man. Like five years ago, I was in my 20 year and juniors. Four four or four years ago, I was just going to college. Yeah. And, and it, it feels, feels like, like it's, it's been, been a second. second. Yeah, literally. It's been, oh, man. That's, that's so weird. weird. And it's, it's like, like even like, like I graduated high school this many years ago. I'm like 60. Wait, how old are you? You're, are you 18 or 17 you graduated high school? Well, you, you would have graduated, graduated in 2016. I graduated in 2015. I'm, I'm April. So, yeah, I would have been 18. So, so seven, seven years ago. Yeah. You eight for me. That's how high school. school. Crazy. I know. What a I still feel like a high school student. Yeah, mentally, I'm 15, I think. Yeah, I was actually thinking about this the other day when we were goofing around. Yeah. Uh, like when, <laughs> we like to goof around. Like when we, it was when we were at, actually it was last night when we were at Tin Roof with my parents. Yeah. And we were having beers with some of the guys. Yeah. Um, and we were acting like we were in high school still. And I was like, on the way home, I was like, I'm 25 years old. And we just did that on a Monday night. <laughs> like, what are we doing? Oh, I know. And and that I think that's one of the weird things about like the route we take as hockey players too is you feel well. One hockey makes you feel old at twenty because yeah. of juniors. Yeah. You know, which is a weird thing because when you compare it to life, you're not even old at thirty. No. Right. And then. And then you go to school. But you're old in hockey years at thirty. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like it's dog years. It's yeah. weird. And then and then you go to you could either go to pro or you could go to college, whatever. But and then you feel like a young guy again. And then and then you, and then when you get older in college, you feel old again. And then now I feel like a baby, but I'm because gonna be twenty five. Yeah, because, because you're a rookie. rookie. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like it's weird how that dynamic works. Yeah, is that the right word for that dynamic? Yeah, yeah, no, it's good. Yeah, okay. yeah absolutely. absolutely. Fucking right. But, but uh, yeah, yeah, like, it's, it's just like, like, if you think about the way our lives are right now, it's like we're 16 again. Yeah. But, but we're 25. 25. Like, my parents were engaged at 19. Oh, yeah. My, dude, my grandparents came over to Canada when they were, like, 19 and 20. I know, and like, they, they had, had to grow up a lot quicker. And then they had to go get a job and get a house and all right, that. Right, yeah. Like, I was picking my ass when I was 19. Yeah, like, my parents had me... And they were 26, 27. So that's literally you next year. Yeah, so like a year from now. Imagine. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like I would have been, yeah. So that's crazy. Yeah, that, yeah that's really weird to think about. But <laughs> I don't like thinking about hey, that. They teach their own, right? Hey, but I guess the rest of the world is, that's the world today. Everyone's kind of growing up a little bit slower, I feel like. Yeah. Depending on who you are, obviously. Like we're fortunate enough. Yeah, like we're still playing the game. Another right? thing is, like, you have to be to play hockey at the level that we're at right now. Yeah, you have to be fortunate and have a super strong support group of your family. Oh, 100% to be able to do it because otherwise, like, 
You can't. Not like, like, not really. really. I mean, like you, you can, you can, but you can't. You could, but it would be a lot harder. Hundred percent. Like our parents are very supportive of us doing what we do, and we're like, we've said it before. We're living out our childhood dreams. We're playing pro hockey now, and it's it's weird because like all our buddies back home, they're graduated, full job, working the big boy jobs, you know, in the office. Yeah, serious girlfriend. Well, you got a serious girlfriend. Yeah, yeah but like they're getting, like, they're getting married, buying houses. Yeah, I'm like oh. Not, not even close. close. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're going to be the guy. We're actually, actually not you. We're, we're going to be the guys at our 10-year high school reunions. Like, oh, what are you doing? Oh, uh, show up a house and two kids. Oh, I, uh, I still, still live in an apartment with my buddies. With the boys. Yeah. 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 You show up with a black eye and a missing tooth. Yeah. And they'll be like, still playing. Yeah. And they'll be like, either they'll be like, wow, that's so weird and then or they'll be like wow i'm actually super jealous yeah there's no in between no yeah because they're either happy with well the guys that played sports growing up will be like wow it's unreal and then the guys that didn't will be like oh you're a pigeon what would you have done if you didn't play hockey would you you would have gone to the university right away if i didn't play hockey well i've always thought about this too like if i if I didn't play hockey, like I would have loved to have that normal experience of just going to right. a university at, at 18 yeah. and then getting that full university experience of like living in a dorm, meeting right. new people, whatever, getting that internship, the job after, whatever. But I'm, I'm happy on this path. Like I, I really, if I had to do it all over again, I don't think I would change a thing. No, me neither. Um, I think we've built really cool something really cool out of it obviously our yeah, matching sweaters will show yeah we're, we're, we're matching today boys are matching you can go on the hockey guys shop and purchase these if you want but we didn't we didn't plan it either the boys just think alike but um yeah no i've thought about that so many times like how nice that would be to just you know even as much as we love the game it could be a little stressful sometimes for sure yeah and just to like you know see guys like Oh, what are you doing today? Oh, I'm just going to go to the gym and get a quick pump in or, you know, I'm going to go out for, a, go to the mall or something, you know, Oh, I'm interviewing for some internships. Like, I'm like, Oh, it's kind of cool. Like, yeah, we never really got, got to do that in a, in a way. Oh, like, yeah. Yes and no. But in, in the summers you're in training mode, right? right. Like you're watching what you eat. You're, you're sleeping, you're getting ready for the season, you're you're working out, but like not for pleasure. Like it's it's hockey specific workouts. You're skating, all that. Like it can get what? <laughs> Your, Your mic's, mic's not, not plugged in. in. Come on. <laughs> Four? No, you didn't sound shit, but you sounded like quieter. Oh my god, that's so embarrassing. <laughs> okay, I'll uh Well we got I guess, I guess that's pretty funny. We could leave that in. What a donkey. No, man. I'll cut it out, but I'll leave the part in where your mic was undone. Well, no, like where you, where you realized. Yeah, anyways, uh, yeah, the way I was thinking about it was when you said that was, I think thinking about that would be like, I'm. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. 
Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Happy now. Now. Or actually, it's it's easy to think about how now you would be like, uh, yeah, I might be better off right now having done that traditional university to a job route. Sure. However... If you take 25 years from now, are you going to be that much further ahead? Maybe, yeah. but probably not. Exactly. And, and you're not going to have all these years of stories and memories and experiences. So that's the way I like to think about it at times. Yeah, no, it, it, exactly. And, and the day where we're done playing hockey is going to come. You can't play forever. Right. And you know that when you're five years old too, but you can always go to the workforce, get the job you want. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. Right. And yeah, I, I wouldn't trade it for the world. What we're doing. No, it's a good, I think that's the best way to put it. Yeah. Because are you going to be really that far much further ahead? No, you might have a little more money in your bank account and you might have a little bit of a head start on your pension or whatever, but it's okay. It's just, we'll, I'd rather work. We'll be all right. I'd rather work when I'm in my late fifties than when I'm in my early twenties. Yeah. You know? Yeah. We're we're living it up, man. Even though I'm not in my early twenties anymore, I've officially hit the mid twenties. Yeah. You're almost thirty. Yeah. <laughs> oh, holy yeah. I'll fuck. blink and I'll be thirty. Yeah, that's funny. And and it's funny too, like hearing like the guys on our team that are actually in their thirties. Yeah. Like talk about like just playing and all that. Yeah. And they, they got some good stories. We're gonna have a couple of those guys on in the future. Yeah, absolutely. Um they got great stories. They played at a variety of different levels of pro and um yeah i'm excited to have them on a different paths to pro too yeah exactly some very unconventional and guys similar to guys like yeah similar to us or guys like lotzi too uh he he's had a great path in his pro pro career he's in his uh seventh year now so i think we're gonna get a couple of the boys on and uh get them to share with our listeners and uh another interesting guy that we might have on his bandy because he took six years off playing hockey yeah and then came back this year and he and he hasn't missed a beat he's only a year older than us so he stopped playing after no, he, juniors. Bandy's a 95 oh is he yeah, he's, he's oh yeah you're right you're right two two years older than me yeah um but yeah he stopped playing after junior went to university did four years traditional university and then i think just decided that he wanted to play again yeah got so, back I into mean, it that's another tr- untraditional route yeah which is like shows that it's kind of like riding a bike in a, in a certain way like you don't really forget yeah just like as you get older your abilities might go away a little bit but like not in your 20s no no not a chance and it, it all it takes is a couple months of like just getting back in shape and then yeah. you're fine yeah Real, like realistically and it's funny you say that like the riding a bike analogy i remember 
when I was younger, I went to a few NHL alumni games Mm -hmm. and you see those guys in there in their fifties and sixties kind of like just wheeling around out there. But like, you can tell those guys played because, okay, they might not be as fast as they once were as like coordinated, but you see their skating ability and they're, and they can still shoot the puck and and they they can can skate. Like, yeah, exactly. The patience. Yeah. That's why I love in the summer sometimes like playing in, uh, I play in like a men's league Yeah, and it's guys that, played high level pro ohl stuff like that but like yeah in like the early 2000s or in the 90s so these guys are like in their 40s now but like you see like the the patience they they have and like these little moves that they make and it's kind of cool to like pick up on that because like that that can even apply to the level that we play right now absolutely because that's just going to throw someone off right right that's off speed pitch yeah because like us young guys are going to go out there goes friggin million miles an hour but you know these guys just like slightly touch the puck this way hold on to it then dish it and then i don't know it's it's funny to see no it is it's yeah. different because like like you said like everyone thinks that hockey needs to be played at full speed all the time whereas like it doesn't no at no, all not a chance see sometimes it's necessary to slow the game down like if you're if you're in a pinch or guys are running around on the other team like just slow it down yeah. And it's hard to describe like how to do that, but it's, it's oh, something sure. that happens. Right. Mm-hmm. I remember uh, the one guy on our team, Ryan Healy, he, he played for the Sioux Greyhounds in the early two thousands. And this guy is sick at draws. He's like, I think he's like 42 or 43 now, but like doesn't lose a draw. Like really? so nasty at it. And it, he doesn't even put any effort into it. He just like knows how to swipe. It's, it's kind of cool to see. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, you can tell that guy played. No, I definitely. Yeah. Like you just pick up on little things here and there, but anyways, my parents were in town this weekend. That was always nice to see them. Yeah. It was great seeing them. They're road warriors. Oh yeah. They, they drove to all three games. Yeah. All three away games. That was kind of cool for them though, to like see like a couple of the away barns. Well, yeah, I mean, it's different, right? They get to see what life's like on the bus. Well, like on the road, I guess you would say. They didn't come on the bus, but... um, (laughs) Imagine they came on the bus. No, I can't (laughs) imagine that. Um, But yeah, they get to see different facilities, different fans, different experiences. Like they came to Huntsville, which is like normally the biggest place you play. So, I mean, that was pretty funny. Do you want to tell the listeners what happened in Huntsville? Uh, Yeah, I mean, like we can... Yeah, like I, think little, we sh- I think we should. I think your mom would get a kick out of it. I mean, she didn't think it was funny at the time, and she it's probably funny doesn't. Now. She probably doesn't think it's funny still, but um, <laughs> I think it's funny. <laughs> I know, but like, I felt really bad after, anyways. But so we were coming out. They were in the stands for the game. Obviously, we left them tickets, and I didn't know where they were sitting, so I was like, whatever, see them after. Yeah, and I guess they they got brought down to where the owner normally sits because the owner wasn't in town that weekend. Mm-hmm. And that just so happened to be the booth next right next door to the gate where we go on and off the ice in between periods. So my mom's had this thing since I was like 10 years old where she likes to yell at me to get me going. She th- <laughs> She's a hockey mom. I, I know, but she thinks it gets me going and I'm just like, I've told her probably hundreds of times throughout my <laughs> hockey career that it doesn't, doesn't motivate me it only infuriates me when she yells at me and like i've told her before like that's fine you can yell i just 
And most of the time I'm really, really good at ignoring it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So anyways, we're coming out for the, the third, third period in Huntsville. We're losing two to one. I think we were definitely down. Yeah. And we had just kind of gotten a little bit of like a scolding. A little pee-pee whack, little pee-pee in, the whack in the dressing room. So everyone's kind of tense and quiet and we're trying to fire ourselves up and we're behind the curtain. And so I hear her yell like intensity. And I know that to like when she says that, that means for me to like pick it up kind of thing. Anyways, when she said that, I looked around the curtain and I saw her standing there. I shook my head at her like, don't do that. Yeah, like, not the time. Don't do that like to me right now in front of like all my teammates when you're standing right there. It'd be different <laughs> if you're in the crowd. But no, she's like, all my friends. she's literally standing 15 <clears throat> feet away from us. So anyways, they open up the curtains. We're about to go on the ice. And I'm walking by and she yells it again. Maybe the distance between you and me five yeah. feet away. Intensity. And I just, I don't know why, but I just was like, shut up. <laughs> and, then, and then it just so happened that the guy opening the gate was stuck on it. So he couldn't open it. So everyone kind of came to a screeching <laughs> halt and I was still standing there. Right and in I, front I just was looking forward like, oh God, let's go out on the ice, please. Let's go out on the ice before she yeah. kicks my ass here. And then the Mikey in front of me was started to laugh. Yeah. And I'm like, oh God, like we got to get out of there. So then we finally got on the ice and I'm skating around and then I felt super bad. Oh, you apologize immediately after. Uh, I know, I know. But like, you shouldn't talk to your mom like that ever. No, 100%. I, I felt again, so like, guilty. I, I, th- I thought it was funny. I didn't hear it. Obviously your mom told me after I thought it was pretty funny. She, she was laughing about it too. Like, well, yeah, she was, it's, it's the heat of the moment you're in, in the middle of a game, but I, I just think that's a hilarious interaction. Like just goes to show like whether you're playing minor hockey when you're five or professional hockey, when you're 25, your parents are always going to be your number one supporters, be right there and yell at you on the rink. So uh, yeah, just I just was so like caught up in the moment. It was like more of like, or just a, initial reaction and then after when i saw her i was like listen i'm really sorry <laughs> i shouldn't have said that but and then i said but don't do that again you call her bud no but like oh i was like sorry but and yeah. then she's like apologies don't end in but i'm like okay i'm sorry pause please don't do that again <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're gonna toss a period in yeah there. no it was good to have them here though we yeah i mean obviously didn't get to spend too much time with them because we're obviously traveling yeah it's but hard and got can... the day off yesterday Went to Tuscaloosa. Oh which yeah, it's a whole different topic we got to talk about. Um, had a, we've had super good weather the last couple of days too, so it was nice to walk around in shorts and a t-shirt and yeah. chill in the sun and walk and, around and, the campus. And for them to see like what's down here too, because like uh, I don't know about too many Canadians coming to Alabama just for a visit. So right, no, and they got to see two SEC schools in a matter of three days because they were at the University of Tennessee as well. When, oh yeah, when we were in Knoxville, so. But yeah, no, um, definitely good to have them in town. And, I, you know, who knows? Like, that could be the last time they ever see me play hockey live too, right? So, like, I don't know. What? No, but, like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if they're going to make it down the rest of the season. Like, oh, who knows? okay, like, yeah, yeah, okay. I you see know what you I mean? mean? Yeah, so, yeah. like, I don't know. It was kind of like a cool moment, like, we had after. And it was after the last game in Macon. I just gave him a hug and hung out for a bit. Yeah. And then uh, – Obviously, now I'll talk about Tuscaloosa because I went. That was my. That was my. Yeah, that was my first time going there to like the campus. Yeah, we we had been there to go to that bar one time for the football game. Yeah, but to go to the campus, man, 
was the most probably insane thing I've ever seen. Oh, dude, that school's on another planet. Like yeah. everything is just bigger than it has to be, I, I guess. Like it, it, yeah. it's just like they put everything into their school and the school pride. Like you don't really see that in Canada. No, you like don't. you don't really see like, okay, yeah, they, people are like a proud alumni, whatever, blah, blah, blah. That doesn't hold a candle no. to these SEC schools or in like Southern schools, no. like yeah. the school pride. Oh my God. They got all the songs and all that shit. Yeah. And like the, the merch that they dish out, then, then you send a snap, they had their own Lulu store. Yeah. So, uh, like you said, they, they don't hold a candle. Like a lot of Canadian schools in bigger cities, the campus is built into the town Yeah, in a way. Like I know the university of Ottawa is like built into the downtown area. Same with U of T. Yeah. McMaster is a little secluded. Its own campus. Carleton has its own campus, but not to the level of this, like, in Tuscaloosa, it's the campus and then like student housing and then like obviously and then the the everyone else that lives there. Yeah. But like I like we walked into the first student store um and there was a probably the biggest Starbucks I've ever seen. <laughs> On top of that, there was um And it had a drive through too, right? Drive through, yeah. Yeah. And the, and the line through the drive through is like forty cars long. Yeah. And and, and we're not saying that because it's unusual for a Starbucks to have a drive-thru. We're saying it's a, a campus Starbucks, which a lot of campuses have, but like to have a drive-thru too. Like I, right. I think that built that's in, like really Built cool. into the bookstore. Yeah, like that's fucking insane. Yeah, so the the, the it wasn't even the bookstore. It was uh, the merchandise shop, one of them. Yeah. Which we found out that there's five. Yeah, like that's um, nuts. And so this one was two levels, everything you could imagine. Um, and then I turned the corner and they have their own Lululemon section with customized University of Alabama Lululemon gear. Yeah, like that's so disgusting. Like, that's I'd be thing. in that store every day. Yeah, I would actually cool. try to get a job there. Yeah, so that'd be a good campus job. And then any, anyways, you come out of there and it's, I think it's called Fraternity Row. Oh, yeah. Where all the sorority houses and fraternity houses are. And we were saying this at the table the other night. So growing up, I didn't know that sororities and fraternities were like real no like i thought that was only in like american pie and shit like, and like that animal house and like yeah exactly stuff, yeah. like i didn't know that that was an actual thing and then i think i was 15 i was visiting a school in the states and uh we got a tour of the campus and we're driving by these frat houses and all that stuff and i'm like looking at it, i'm like oh my god like this is real like yeah. people do this and like it's a big deal and especially down here these houses, they fit like what, a hundred, 150 people. They, were, they got their own chefs. Like they're really like big mansions. It and like, like it's like hotel. generations of getting into this fraternity or sorority. That's like, it's like a big deal in that family and stuff. Like mm-hmm. it's pretty crazy stuff. It's yeah. It's uh, definitely like the houses. Like I don't even know how to describe it. Like it, it's, it's like an old, obviously they're older style houses. Yeah. They got fit the pillars the and, and they got like the Greek pillars and like yeah, all that kind of stuff. what you would think of frat but house. It's, it's like the amount of rooms in there there like you can see the windows there's like at least 50 rooms on one side of the building yeah no it's crazy and then you see like the, the students walking in and out of there and there's like yeah. and then there's like patios on the front where there's like 50 people sitting and just having coffee yeah and it's like it's a lifestyle and and the sheer amount Bro. of them there there has to be over a hundred were they all dressed the same no, they weren't dressed the same. And <laughs> Cargo couple, shorts and boat shoes? They're actually, we walked by a fraternity. I had a couple Brad and Chads out front. Oh, yeah. yeah they were, were they wearing visors? No. Like turned were, upside down and backwards? No, they, it the wasn't frosted quite, tips in them? 
not quite that far as a it stereotype. It wasn't out of an Abercrombie catalog, was it? Well, this one, they were all shirtless outside, like tossing a football, doing oh, okay. push-ups, yeah. and like drinking protein shakes. So I, maybe more on the Hollister side. Yeah, it was yeah. more on the Hollister side. No, it was like, it wasn't I, was, as intense. I was absolutely blown away though. Yeah. And the campus is so big. We walked oh, yeah. for 45 minutes and we didn't even do the whole campus. Oh, dude, I, I can imagine. Like I've only been to Tuscaloosa once and I must say though, pretty good looking girls. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll say it. I mean, I'm hey good for you university of alabama like gorgeous gorgeous girls there you'll have to go you'll have to spend more time down there yeah maybe i'll go meet my wife or something yeah can't wait to meet her maybe. like we said well, yeah i wonder what she's doing right now studying <laughs> hopefully <laughs> um but yeah no and the football stadium was just like crazy too like i've never seen a i've never been to a college football game but i've never seen a building that big either yeah i think we looked up the capacity was a hundred and one thousand people wow i've been to one college football game it was uh at notre dame mm-hmm. and they only it's an older stadium but they built onto it yeah. so this the original stadium is like inside the attachment if yeah. that makes sense and they added an extra 20 seats and the stadium's so old, right? So it ori- originally holded 60,000, which for back then is a million people. Right. Uh, but now it holds 80 and like crazy atmosphere mm-hmm. at these college games. Yeah. Like, crazy. I remember, uh, so there's two student sections and me and my dad and my cousins were walking in and at the front gate, we see all like where security is like where you put your bags and stuff mm-hmm. we see all these confiscated bags of marshmallows and we're like what the fuck like what the hell is that all about and then we get in there and at a certain point in the game a wave of white marshmallows just flood the field really and so what the students do is they pack pennies in them and then whip them on so the they field. can try to throw them farther exactly yeah. and then the guy comes on the pa and he goes can the student section please stop throwing marshmallows onto the field? And then as he says that, the other student section uh, has the other wave. And it's pretty cool. Is that just for a specific school they play or is it for every game? I don't know. They were playing Boston College at the time. And like I said, that was the only game I've ever been to. Right. I don't know if that's a new tradition or an old tradition or anything like that. Um, but I thought it was hilarious. Oh, that's pretty funny. Maybe it was just for that one That would game. take a while to clean up. Yeah. That would suck being on the clean. I mean, if your team needs a timeout, it's a good time to do. Like sweep, sweeping up uh, marshmallows on turf. Probably not the probably easiest not the thing, yeah, especially thing if it's hot out and melt. Oh, it was freezing out. Oh, okay. Well, then there yeah. you go. Probably hard. Make them easier to throw to. And someone's son was playing on Notre Dame. I think it was Joe Montana's son was playing. So oh, like really? Joe Montana was there. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and then John Bon Jovi just was at the game. He the, just happened to the be king, there. The original king of New York. Yeah. And then Joe Montana, uh, is that my right on that? Or am I thinking oh, of Joe Namath? You're thinking of Joe Namath. Oh, okay. Montana okay. played for San Fran. Right. Okay. And then uh, the band Chicago played at halftime. So I was oh. like, oh, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. I take Got it. Got to see Chicago. Why not? Not too many people could say that. I guess actually a lot of people could say that because they've been around for a long time. But yeah, it's a cool experience. That was in grade eight. That's crazy. Can you hear me get in your headphones? What? Can you hear me good in your headphones? Oh, yeah. Okay, perfect. Yeah. So just making sure. Yeah, no, you're doing good. Just man. working the kinks out. Yeah. You know? we, we also apologize. We realized uh, last week's episode might have been a little echoey. Some would say, yeah. 
Um, we actually, got, it was also a little clicky because I actually, when I was editing it, I accidentally hit the metronome feature, okay, which on get on GarageBand, <laughs> and so the whole podcast had this in it. Oh, that's awesome! So yeah, I mean, a couple of people said they battled through it, and then I know a couple of people said they they didn't. Those are the OGs that yeah, battled through but it. Respect. No, this week uh, won't have that. I mean, I fixed it about an hour after it released. So. Um, Shout out to the people that got on it right away and found it for me, or else I wouldn't have known. But yeah, and um, the people that listened to it at uh, early in the AM—that's dedication. Early in the AM, yeah, pretty early. <laughs> um, I don't really know what. Uh, oh yeah, we watched. We went to Top Golf today. Yeah, we did. That was that my was first fun. time. Oh really? Yeah. What you think? Place is sweet. It's a pretty good place. Yeah, you just get to launch balls as far as you can. Yeah and yeah drink eat some food well a lot our one of our our uh, boosters sons well, works there so he was able to hook us up with a couple bays for a couple hours we were there for a while yeah and it we was definitely like, well you were there for like two and a half hours i can't yeah. wait but no it was fun like we uh <laughs> like just hanging out with the boys in a new just again it was nice out. and then we had batch tonight batch night yeah huge boys night yeah, the Bachelors. Uh, I, I don't know how I feel about it this season so far. I, it's been I, a while since I've watched the show. I think I think it's a little less fake this season. You think? I, it kind of seems that way. Like, like the girls who aren't really into the guy, like they're just kind of leaving. Which yeah. hey, all all that's like hey, respect because if you're not feeling it and then you leave, like you're not in it for the fame, whatever. Like it sounds weird to say, like you're in it for love. But, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, hey, good for them. Like, they're speaking, they're being true to themselves and all that. And then, like, even the guy, like, I think he handles all the drama situations pretty well. So, uh, it's, it's entertaining for sure seems, this season. Yeah, it seems like there's a lot less drama this season. Yeah, everyone just, like, is pretty chill for the most part. And if there's a little drama, then get the boot. Yeah, normally they they keep the the people that start the drama for a while. Yeah, you need a villain. You always need a villain, especially in reality TV. You need a villain. Yeah, like Kim Kardashian. Is she a villain? Not really. No, she's good. I like her. You like Kim? Which one's your favorite Kardashian? I like Courtney. I think she's funny. I actually no, I love I I really like Kendall. I think Kendall's chill. Okay, out of the three OGs, though, so not the, the younger two. The three OGs, uh, Courtney. I like uh, Chloe. I think Chloe's the funniest one. Chloe's pretty funny. I would like, go for a beer like, with Chloe like, for sure. Uh, um, Scott? No, uh, you said her name, Courtney. Yeah. She, I get so confused with all their names, other than Cam, obviously. But um, Courtney is like a bu- like more bubbly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like she's like a little bit like she's got good one liners. Yeah, like yeah. That, you see her in the TikTok videos a lot because she's like a little bit bubbly and like the way she talks is like yeah. very like drawn out and like almost over the top. Yeah, she but, drags her vowels a little bit. Yeah, she's exactly. Got that, like, voice, I guess. Like the comp- like it's almost like she's complaining, but it's like she's just talking normally. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? So like that part's entertaining, but yeah. But hey, all the power to them because the three of them, they built an empire yeah so well, they're, yeah they're worth of quite a bit they're, of money, uh, they're, they're a smart business family yeah they've done well for themselves yeah they're a good bunch but yeah they have lots of money i think so yeah i think so too. yeah you got the uh murdered out phantom then yeah yeah 
Yeah, probably a couple of them too. Yeah, probably says their name on the seat. Everyone's got their own seat. Everyone's, everyone's got car. their own. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, good for them. Yeah, hey, they do well. They go on cool vacations. They got their show. They got their lines of clothing, makeup, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they got their hands in a couple other things. They're doing good. Marketing geniuses, yeah. Keep it up, girls, if you're listening. <laughs> yeah, we know we know you're listening, Kim. So. <laughs> um, Should we get Kim, Kim on? Yeah, she'd probably be pretty easy to get on. Yeah, I think we, we just yeah. send an email or two. I don't think we could reach out on our personal accounts. Maybe we'll uh, we'll use the hockey guy account to DM her. Maybe like, hey, that might give us a slight that might give us a slight advantage. Although I don't know if that would give us a huge advantage because she has millions, hundreds of millions of followers. Yeah, she probably gets a couple DMs every now and then. Too, I would assume so. Yeah. And then we uh, we watched the Pamela uh, Anderson doc on Netflix too. This yeah, we well, we were kind of in and out on it because we were doing yeah. stuff. I think we were getting ready for a game. Were we? Yeah, I think yeah, it was last weekend. We were getting ready for a <laughs> little game. pregame motivation. Yeah, we were just watching the Pam Anderson doc, but I liked her. She's. I thought yeah, she was cool. She seems like she. I mean, obviously, she's been through a couple. Yeah, she yeah. she's had a tough go in her career for sure. I thought how she got her start was cool. It was at a BC Lions game, yeah, and then she just happened to be on the jumbotron. Yeah, so like, that was cool. And then I thought she was very self aware. Yeah, like she well, she was open and honest she, about. She realized she made some mistakes here and there, yeah. and then she realized when she was in the right as well, which I I agreed with a lot of the things that she said. So I I enjoyed the documentary. Yeah, she she lives 15 minutes from where I uh, Jenna lives. So yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. She's got a big um, pad there on, on the, the water. Island. Yeah, so she's an island girl. Yeah, she is. Anyways. <laughs> um, I think that'll uh, wrap up this week's pod. Hopefully the uh, audio is a little bit better than last week, but it's kind of nice. Just a chill chat more than anything. This yeah, week. this is like going for a coffee. Yeah, honestly, it's nice. just kind of like, it's like I hadn't talked to you for a while, even though I've been living with you for like, yeah, last literally, six it was months. like we were catching up, but I've lived with you for three years. Yeah. So a co- couple good uh, combos and, you know, change up the pace a little bit. Not as goofy this week, but Hey, that's sometimes what you need. I thought we'd mix in a couple. I mean, of jokes. yeah, there's probably a couple of laughs in here, here yeah. and there. I hope people find what we maybe say you should. Funny. You should like fart or something to like make it funny at the last couple of minutes of the episode. Uh well, fuck! I'll give myself pink eye on this yeah. mic. I'm so yeah. close to it right now. That's true. Yeah, maybe we'll save that for next week. Yeah. Well, I, I also forgot to plug my mic in, so the first bit of this podcast is going to sound like shit on my part. No, it's okay. Well, it should be. It'd be fine. I can edit the audio levels. Next Thanks. week, you'll, next week we'll have to do the check to make sure you, you were speaking into your mic that whole time and you didn't realize. I re, I look at at you and I was like, is that thing even plugged in? I'm like, look at that. When you said that, I looked down. I'm like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. I was yeah. talking into this thing like I was on stage. This is brutal. Yeah, you were. That's okay though. It's, it happens. That's all right. We all right, everyone. Mistakes. Well, thanks for tuning in. We'll talk to you next week. Hopefully, Marty's back, and we'll uh, we'll catch up with him. Till next time, we'll see you later. See you, folks. Ciao.
deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.